Hello, In the Water podcast listeners. It's your humble host, Russell. <clears throat> uh, I am driving through Arizona, and I'm actually very happy that my lady friend talked me into doing this and talked some sense into me because it's one of the most beautiful states I've ever seen. Um, I went to Sedona yesterday and hiked this mesa, which was really cool. I ended up getting some Arizona sand and two cacti that I'm going to bring back home. Um, I'm on my way now to the Grand Canyon, which I'm about, it looks like 16 miles from it, from the North Rim. I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little trepid. I'm a little bit intimidated by it, you know, because it's the most domineering, you know, um, natural geological site that I'm going to be seeing on my adventure and it claims about 12 lives a year from accidents, people falling in, slipping in uh, you know it's very it's a gigantic fall one that I don't want to make and I don't that's one way I don't want to go out and be reclaimed by the void is falling. That's for sure. But I'm making this podcast about adventure because I have probably roughly about 30 minutes before I'm there. Or 20, 22 minutes, something like that. And <clears throat> I want to talk about adventure because it's weird... It's, it, people have been calling it an adventure at least the last couple days and it's it's really weird it's weird because it is an adventure you know I, I went into the unknown by myself you know confronting the unknown and, but it's like it, it's been a very personal experience it hasn't really been like a very social thing where it's like I'm meeting new people or like none of that because one people are very trepid about even talking to each other because of COVID-19 and it was already kind of like that beforehand before COVID now, now it's even worse which sucks because I like to meet new people but you know you say something to somebody and they you maybe give you like a short you know default um, like go-to line like wonderful weather or it's nice out today, or it's a perfect day, or whatever, how's it going, like, they always, like, resort to that, there's no, there's no real way to, to, to establish connection, at least right now, at least that's what my experience has been, not to mention, I've been doing a lot of driving, so it's like, I'm already kind of cut off from the rest of society, in the majority of terms, the majority of circumstances, but, yeah, adventure. It is like the great adventure of my life. People have been proclaiming it to be. And it has been very cathartic. Especially, like, once I got to Arizona, like, it was, like, the most beautiful state I've ever seen and been to. And it kind of, like, the feelings of being lost in you know, like, modernity or, like, city life and city culture, like, as soon as I got to the desert, that kind of went away. 
it kind of, you know, I felt found. I felt very, um, like I was just in this awe-inspiring majesty of, of, of nature. I was like encapsulated within the adventure and, and I have more positive vibes ever since I entered Arizona. So it actually looks like I'm approaching the visitor center to the, which I'm going to have to pay here. It looks like no cash. I wonder how much it is. This guy looks like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> I mean, either way, either way, you know, I've generally only spent about max $2,500 in the last month. And, you know, that's because I've been living very non-luxuriously. You know, like I haven't been eating at restaurants. I haven't been, you know, going to hotels or anything like that. Like sleeping in my car, you know, eating you know, regular food, you know, and that's including like the, the Jersey, like the original trip to Georgia, the trip back, the trip to Jersey and Hocking Hills, and then the trip back to Florida. And like all of this has been about 2,500. So it's like really not as crazy as like people make it out to be, you know, to do like a cross country trip. You know, as long as you're not, you don't need like the, the unnecessary luxury, you know, which I, I I'm, I'm a very simple, simply pleased person, <clears throat> you know, so I don't mind it. And, and I, I'm not a big, very big touristy person. Like I like to see like the natural geological sites rather than like the tourist attractions. What is this? North Rim Entrance Station Vehicle Permit 1 to 7 Days. What is that? $35. Or maybe it's $70. I mean, either way, it's worth it. I can't see. Oh, Lifetime. Holy shit. You can get a Lifetime... You can get a lifetime permit or a lifetime pass for $70, $70, I think. I don't know. I can't fucking see it. It's too far away and it's going pretty slow. Anyway, yeah, I, I definitely encourage everybody to, you know, to take the adventure of their life, you know, because this is, this is something that like, it's like, I don't generally know what this is going to add to me or, or, you know, strip from me, but it's been something that has really added perspective and, and a sense of like when you're out driving in the desert and you're in this open, vast expanses of Canyon, you know, you feel it like one with it. You feel like, like absolute connectedness and, and, and you feel you feel like you're home, kinda. What does this say? Yeah. Oh, one year pass is $70. Okay, I was gonna say. Lifetime, lifetime pass is $80. That seems pretty cheap. 
Like, it's like, why would you pay $70 for a year when you could just pay $80 for a lifetime? That's crazy. Oh, that's active U.S. military pass. You know what, dude? Get fucked. I think it is $35. Vehicle permit for $35. That's not bad at all, dude. That's not bad at all. To see one of the fucking seven wonders of the world. I mean, get fucking with it. But yeah, you totally feel like you're in this, this, you know, you're just in this oneness, this, you're like connect in this oneness and this connectedness with nature and life. And it's really like not that expensive. You know, it's not that hard. People spend $40,000 on a car. (laughs) People spend $25,000 on a car and basically like I could have done this cross country journey like six times with the amount of money that I had and that's that's crazy that's absolutely crazy dude that's so crazy $35 for one to seven days that's fucking awesome sorry campground full okay I'm not camping that's good 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 anyway i i definitely am making this because i am trepid about walking up to the the north rim and this might be like god forbid you know knock on wood the last intermission the last bit of what people have to hear from me and so I'm I'm about to pause real quick because I'm about to have to to pay. So, hold on one second. I think that, you know, to experience this connectedness and this oneness with nature and life and the absolute beauty and majesty of our country and our planet is an absolute necessity. I think it's something that goes harshly and starkly, you know, overlooked as far as something that is required by life. You know, like nobody tells you like, oh, you need to go experience the world. Actually, people tell you the opposite. They're afraid of you experiencing the world because they are afraid of the possibility. They're afraid of the potential of falling into a canyon or, you know, losing your footing and dying, you know, which is a real possibility. But, you know, to, to experience the majesty of nature, you have to take chances. You have to take a risk. And to 
become the fullest integrated person you could be, I think you need to respond to that call inside of your heart that's beckoning you. Like, I've always wanted to see the Grand Canyon. You know, I've always wanted to see, like, certain things in my life. Like, Flagstaff. I always wanted to go to Flagstaff, Arizona, like, for a long time. For a long time. Since I was in high school. And it, it, and it promised, like, a beautiful skyline with, with these immaculate stars. You can see the galaxy. Like, it's so dark. And, unfortunately, you know, expectation exceeded reality in this situation. Because it was very... It was very... It was a lot like Ohio. Because it's gotten so popular throughout the years that it's dim now. And it was $267 for a hotel in, and or a motel, Motel 6, wanted to charge me $257 for one night stay. Like, absolutely not. And so I slept in Walmart parking lot. That's one thing that I've learned on this trip, is that Walmart is your best friend. It is your best friend. And the only thing that I have to say about Walmart being your best friend is that like you it closes now which kind of makes it like that standoffish friend that you look with side eyes at like I know you've always been there but what's your angle you know because last night because I'm in the desert and it does get pretty cold I woke up I, I left my blanket like a fucking moron at home you know because I really didn't know if I was going to be doing this whole trip or just going to Florida and back and on the East Coast, you could sleep in your car in October, and it's not a big deal, you know. Uh, but out West, out in the desert, you know. So last night, I was sleeping in the Walmart parking lot of Flagstaff, Arizona, and I woke up, and it was I was, like, breathing f very rapidly. Like, I woke up, like, <laughs> and, and I looked at the fucking temperature on my car, and it was 43 degrees. There was frost on my car. And I didn't have a blanket, and I was in shorts and, and a, like, a cut-off tee, right? So it's like a tee vest. And I was freezing. And so I had to turn my car on and let my car warm up and, you know, use some extra clothes to warm up. But I was like, what the fuck? So it's like, <clears throat> if Walmart was still open, I would have been able to go in there immediately and buy a blanket or a sleeping bag or something. But, nope. Walmart sucks, but it's parking lot is your best friend. I'll say that, but it's nice because it's like when you're sleeping in the Walmart parking lot, like you, you wake up and you immediately have a bathroom. You have immediate access to food and drinks and whatever else you need. So that's kind of nice. I, I changed my oil in the Texas Walmart parking lot in the morning because you should change your oil when the engine's cool, which I was thinking about like, you know, Valvoline and shit. They always do it when your engine's hot as fuck. They always do it when it's super hot. And I'm just like, that's probably not good. To put cool uh, oil into your hot engine, it's probably not a good idea. But whatever. What do I know? I'm just a fucking monkey. <clears throat> yeah, about eight miles from uh, the North Rim. It's unfortunate because it's like I'm paying $35 for seven days for the North and South Rim. But it's like 300 fucking miles to the South Rim. I'm not driving all the way around. I should have went to the South Rim and then went to the North Rim. That's what I should have done. But I left at like 10 o'clock 
and it's three o'clock already and it's like it was only a three and a half hour drive but with all the stops it made it like five hours you know I will say though after the Grand Canyon uh, my trip will become I think in, in my opinion I mean obviously I don't know shit but it'll become safer it'll become safer because like I said this is the most domineering and foreboding uh, geological site that I'm going to approach you know I've been hearing I've been hearing crazy things like my brother my brother's really been building me up on this trip and I kind of want to read one of the things that he said to me because it was really it was really beautiful and esteem building I guess you could say I mean I feel I'm very proud I'm very grateful that I that I got to experience all this and I'm very proud of myself for overcoming the odds and the fears and the hurdles and the obstacles in order to experience this and to do this on my own like it, I'm very proud of myself so that's awesome but my brother's basically been telling me how epic I am which is awesome too Dude, there's no service though. I haven't had service like since I started to. I'm like, I think it's, I'm like 7,000 feet in elevation right now, and I'm in the forest. I'm in the Kaibab forest. This is what he said. He said, "Dude, you're epic for doing this for real. Fuck what anyone else believes. I'll always believe in you, knowing and know that my little bro wandered into the unknown." He said, "I love you, man, for real, and everything you stand for. Go big, homie." No matter where you end up, you got my support, and I know you'll do great things. He said, I said, thanks, brother. He said, that's what I'm here for, support, no matter what. I support you no matter what, and you're doing some epic shit. I am really proud of you. So that that was beautiful. Very beautiful. So, that's awesome. I appreciate that, brother. But... I implore people. It's really not, like, there's, like, these expectations that people have, that people put on it. Like, my friend, my one friend, I was, I was telling them that, that I was going out into the desert, and my friend was like, you need, like, gallons of water, and, like, or you'll die. You know, like, you need AC, or you'll die. And it's like, I barely have had my AC on the whole time. I mean, right now, I mean, I'm in the Grand Canyon in Arizona, and it's 56 degrees, you know? Earlier, at like noon, it was like 72, and that was the hottest it's been today. I mean, it's probably because it's the later later in the year, for sure. Because I know Arizona hits like 103 degrees sometimes, or like 110 degrees. But right now, it's actually been pretty chilly. I actually do think that travel is very, like, travel's very good in like the late solstice of the year, like October. I think October is one of the best years to travel, or the best months to travel out of the year. I always do it in October, like September and October. It's it seems like the tr like travel month for me. Like on my um, memories today, it, today marks the day that I went to New York by myself last year. I didn't tell anybody about it until 
I was out in it, which is awesome. So it's like exactly one year later, I'm going to the Grand Canyon from New York, and that's cool. And another thing is, is like when I actually started this trip, when I actually, excuse me, left for this trip originally, it was like September 8th, which was only a couple days after me and my brother returned from Georgia last year. So it does seem like, like uh, September and October are my travel months. Yeah. So if this is my last intermission, and I'm speaking from a great sense of humility and and honor and respect to nature, like please don't let today be the day. I don't think it will because I feel like I respect nature. I feel like nature and the void knows that. I don't know if it necessarily would have beckoned me out here to kill me. Maybe. Maybe. But I implore you. It's Yeah, so people have all these crazy expectations. Like my friend was like, if you go out into the desert without air, uh, AC, you'll die. You need like a fucking 30 pack to a 50 pack of water, you know. Which I did. I mean, I got like a 32 pack of water. I think I only went through like four or five water bottles. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful. I've gotten to do some crazy shit. I got to dig for crystals in Oklahoma. You know, I got to climb up fucking mountain Mesa in Arizona. And now I'm going to see the Grand Canyon. Like, I, I am very grateful to have been able to witness these beautiful, beautiful, awe-inspiring wonders of the world these natural natural things these beautiful because like that's my thing is like I, i'm not all i'm i'm really not about like a touristy person like i don't like to go to florida and like cape cod or you know or, or like i've been to the bahamas which was beautiful too like the tropics are beautiful but it's like a tourist trap you know it's like when i went to the bahamas it was 47 dollars for two bacon cheeseburgers and two fry two little small like paper buckets of fries and then two cans of Coca-Cola. $47. That's insane. It's insane. It's a tourist trap. I will say one of the most beautiful things about the Bahamas was that it thunderstormed literally every single night. So in your hotel and the resort, you could just slide your balcony door open and listen to th and fall asleep to thunderstorms and it stormed all night and then you wake up the next day and it's like bright and sunny and beautiful and hot awesome it's awesome i am grateful for all of the travels and experiences that i've underwent and got to experience very grateful but it also is something that i prioritize and something that <clears throat> is a value of mine i value experience and this money that i spent this twenty five hundred dollars that i spent on this entire trip was well worth it it's well worth it I could have bought a gun. I could have bought like a, like a AR-15 and a, what is that? What is that? Like a 4570 government rifle, you know, lever action rifle. Like I could have bought those two guns and that would have been the equivalent of this trip. It's insane how much shit costs. And then you think like, oh, well, traveling the country has got to be this exorbitant amount of money. And it's like, not really. I could have went on this trip six times. So that's that. I really do implore you to to 
undergo the great adventure of your life and witness the absolute majestic beauty and contentedness and oneness that you feel and connectedness. I don't know if I said that already with, with nature and the sublime and the sublime because this is absolutely awe-inspiring. <clears throat> and I'm going straight from here to fucking Zion National Park. I might, like, camp. I might go from here and, and camp because it's already, like, it's already almost 3 o'clock. And it's going to be another two and a half hours to Zion National Park. And I don't know, I don't know if uh, you can camp it. You can't camp in national parks, but you can't, you can camp in national forests for free. And technically sleeping in your car is camping. So, dude, I see the Grand Canyon. Holy shit. That is absolutely wild. And then, and nobody has masks on. <laughs> I love it. Dude, that is, wow, that is fucking crazy. That is crazy beautiful and absolutely devastatingly high. I don't even know what my elevation is. But it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intimidating. I think that one of the things that makes this more intimidating than anything else is the fact that I'm alone. That if I fell in, nobody would know. You know, the only, the only way that they would know is eventually in a couple days when I didn't reach out to my family and they'd be like, oh, well, he's, he was going to the Grand Canyon. They would probably reach out to the Grand Canyon National Services or, or you know, park rangers or whatever, and they would find my body a couple days later, which is gross to think about. That's probably the most intimidating part is that you're by yourself. You're by yourself. But... It's also very cathartic, and and I think it allows you to kind of tap into that personal connectedness that you have with nature when you're in it. Although another part of me has been like sharing videos and pictures the whole time too, like I'm on fucking vacation. But people say they want that. People say they want to see that. So you know, I didn't imagine that there'd be trees around the Grand Canyon. You know, like, I imagined it being, like, red sand, like, open, open, like, open canyon, like, rock, like, red rock. I never imagined it to be, like, in a forest. And that's another thing. Like, Flagstaff, how, like, my expectations kind of exceeded the reality of the situation. It's, like, even this, like, this is... Like, I never expected, like, the reality is, is that there was a fucking national forest around the Grand Canyon. That's awesome. Because I love the forest. Now, finding parking is going to be a bitch. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. My fucking... I've been driving so much lately that, like, my legs are numb. Like, when, I, when I'm driving, my legs are, like, numb. Visitor center... Welcome. Now we just need to find parking. Some people are wearing masks. Some people aren't. But dude, this is crazy. Anyway, I just wanted... This is going to be another short, short 
because it's 27 minutes already and I'm here and I wanted this to be something that that I could kind of convey is that the the great adventure of your life is worth the money it's worth the risk it's worth the investment it's worth the investment and you won't regret it I'll tell you that and I'm not saying you have to go by yourself but if that's the only way you can do it because it seemed to me that that's the only way that it could that I could do it because people the idea of it was too grand I think for certain people you know trying to take something that's like a fantasy like trying to imagine something several months in advance or or even a year in advance is just too it's it it's too fantastical to imagine and put that into practical terms and make it a practical reality <clears throat> but i definitely implore you you won't regret it <clears throat> you won't regret it it is worthwhile it's a worthwhile experience and I didn't know how long I was going to be, but I'm probably only going to be like three weeks, really. Because it's been a week since I left my friend's house in Florida. And I don't see this lasting too much longer than another week or a week and a half. So, that's that. Enjoy your lives. Enjoy your adventure. Take your adventure. Take the adventure of your life. Revel in it. Revel in the majesty of this mystery, this beautiful, wondrous mystery that we're all enveloped in. And love, love honestly, love wholly, love truly, love yourself, and love others. I love you. Until next time. <laughs>